Welcome to Nursing Sound Reports, a podcast offered by the Iowa Board of Nursing. I'm your host, Ann Ryan. Today, we are building from a previous episode titled All Things Continuing Education. And we're going to talk in more detail about continuing education audits and what happens when nurses run into trouble completing the requirements. Our guest today is Jamie Hildreth, Associate Director of Licensing for the Iowa Board of Nursing. Part of Jamie's duties include overseeing the audit department. And she's going to walk us through the basics and talk about some pitfalls. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, Anne. Thanks for having me. Jamie, can you start by reviewing where the board gets its authority? Yes. So every board has their administrative codes along with their Iowa codes. And for the Iowa Board of Nursing, 272C in the Iowa Code states that nurses are among the professions that are required to complete continuing education. And this gives the Board of Nursing authority to write and govern the rules that are specific to nurses. So those nurses are, I'm sorry, those rules are in Iowa Administrative Code 655, Chapter 5. One can read the rules, but the board also has the rules spelled out plainly on um, our website under the Continuing Education tab as well. Jamie, what is required for a licensee? So all RNs and LPNs who renew their licenses must complete 36 contact hours every licensing period before they renew. Um, So this is also for nurses who let their licenses go inactive and want to reactivate also. It's always going to be 36 contact hours. Can you explain what a contact hour is and what is required? Sure. So basically, one hour of instruction equals one contact hour. And the rules were actually updated recently in March of 2020, and the language was changed from using continuing education units to contact hours to make it less confusing. Um, But if a licensee still finds credits that are labeled as CE units, that conversion is 0.1 CEUs and that is equal to one contact hour. On our previous episode, we went into more detail about what acceptable credits are, but can you just give us a summary? Sure, so licensees can take any courses offered um, by an approved CE provider in Iowa, as well as um, any approved um, state boards that have a CE requirement, and um, Just to touch on that, it is the individual's responsibility to confirm that the CE provider is accredited. Um, Licensees can also use formal education, and that is at a rate of 15 contact hours for each academic semester hour and 10 contact hours for each academic quarter hour. What about advanced registered nurse practitioners? Do they have any additional requirements? The only additional requirement that ARMPs would have um, would be if they mark yes for prescribing um, opioids, they would have to um, send in the required documentation, which is to provide at least two contact hours of opioid training um, per the CDC guidelines. How does the audit work? Do licensees need to submit their contact hours with their application? No, the CE audits are random, so they only need to submit them if they're audited. So how does a licensee know if they've been audited? Once the renewal application is submitted, a notification pops up on the screen as soon as the licensee submits for the renewal, and they are also sent an email. Um, If someone renews by paper application, they are notified by ground mail. 
how does a licensee send proof of their continuing education hours? So the preferred way is to send by fax, but we will accept by mail or um, in, in an email would be okay as well. But the preferred submission of that would be to send all of your CEs in one email versus several different emails. And um, licensees should also keep their certificates for four years to ensure they have them if they're audited in that time frame. What types of documentation does the board accept for audits? So what we accept is are the individual certificates of completion um, totaling at least 36 hours. Or if um, you completed a nurse residency program, we would need the certificate from that. And then also if using academic credit, we would need a copy of the official transcript. Jamie, I noticed that the rules state that credits cannot be carried over to the next licensing period, and also that makeup credit can only be used once. What does that mean? So the completion date on the certificate needs to fall within the licensing cycle. Makeup credit um, is for the current renewal period only and may not be used for the next renewal period. Jamie, what are some common mishaps licensees have taken with regards to continuing education? So one of the most common mishaps is that licensees don't keep copies of their certificates and um, it's hard for them to obtain once an audit happens. So um, licensees should print the certificate or download an electronic version right away for their own records so that they have them on hand and um, just make sure that whatever courses are being taken is um, from the approved provider list, which is out there on our website under the continuing education tab. And working with the audit department, have you heard excuses from licensees such as, you know, my dog ate my homework type? <laughs> um, yes, um, sort of. So we more commonly hear that someone lost records when they moved or perhaps were damaged um, in a flood, for example. And we just suggest that licensees keep their um, paper certificates in a binder or, as mentioned previously, um, electronic versions of the certificates. Um, if you only like to print the certificates if you are audited, just be mindful that if you only have one device to access those electronic records, have a backup plan um, so that if that device is also damaged or lost and you need to get access to your certificates, you have that backup. What if a licensee's employer keeps records? Do they still need to keep them on their own? Yes, so they should still print the copies of their certificates to keep and um, what we hear a lot of is that the licensees left their employer abruptly and didn't have a chance to gather the CEs before they left or they just didn't think of it. Um, so we um, just recommend that keeping records of CE um, is a number one priority for the licensee and ultimately keeping records um, of the CEs are the licensee's responsibility and that they would need to be um, prepared to show proof if audited. And um, the best way to be compliant um, is to complete the CEs throughout the renewal period and um, maintain the records. What about the mandatory abuse training? Does an audit include that? Yes, a licensee needs to show proof of their child or dependent adult mandatory reporter course that is offered through the Department of Human Services. A licensee 
needs to be ready to show the proof of completion of that course every three years or obtain a statement from their employer that they do not care for, attend, counsel, or treat dependent adults or children in their job. And just to touch on that, the biggest rejection reason is because we do not receive proper documentation for this um, requirement. So um, as long as those requirements are followed, then the audit should be approved along with the um, certificates of completion for the 36 hours. Jamie, what happens if a licensee cannot show proof of continuing education hours or just doesn't respond to the audit department? So in these um, circumstances, they would be considered a failed audit and would be turned over to the enforcement department. What happens from there? So an investigator would reach out and give the licensee one last chance to contact us or submit CEs before moving the case forward for possible disciplinary action. And the board would then decide what disciplinary action is appropriate, which typically includes still having to complete the hours they didn't do. Jamie, do you have any other tips to help licensees avoid failing an audit? Yes, um, making sure licensees keep their contact information current um, so that they can be reached. There have been licensees who have been disciplined simply because they couldn't be reached or because they didn't respond. Um, licensees can always call or find information on the board's website if they have any questions. Continuing education is a vital part of maintaining a nursing license in Iowa. We are hoping this episode helps to clarify the continuing education requirements and help everyone be compliant with their audits. Jamie, thank you for helping us sort out the rules for CE audits. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, or you can reach us through our website at nursing.iowa.gov. Please see our show notes for links to where you can find more information.